Welcome to Reaching World Podcast, where we highlight the world's largest network of influencers for good, love, and service. Join us in saying thank you to these incredible individuals and organizations by listening, subscribing, and sharing their legacies. And by doing this together, we will help inspire others to leave their legacy of service and love. I'm your host, Zach Garner. Chris, go ahead and introduce yourself to our podcast listeners and tell us a little bit about your background. Well, thank you so much, Zach, for having me. Well, I'm the CEO of CRS Group Holdings, and I'm also a business influence strategist. So uh, what we do is uh, we get involved in, in a multitude of different services uh, from you know, handling investments, uh, direct for our clients in terms of startups and, and showing them strategies where to invest. Uh, we also invest in certain startup operations as well. Uh, I have a private lending arm to our business. And then also we provide consulting and professional development to companies and individuals. And we do this in terms of executive coaching. Fantastic. So you've coached business owners and large corporations all over the world. So Chris, talk to us about a highlight in your career up to this point and why. Well, I mean, a highlight there's been, I mean, there's been a lot of low points and a lot of high points, but I would say, you know, with the high point uh, for me was the uh, the first company that I ever invested in. And because the reason why I say that is because it really set the foundation for everything that I've done as an investor and the things that I teach in terms of values, principles, and patience with our clients uh, that are you know, looking to become investors. So with that being said, there was a company that I invested in back in 1992. And at that time, I was a very young man. I think at that point, what was I, 25 years old or something like that. So I'm kind of dating myself now, I'm 52. <laughs> but that being said, you know, I invested at that point, which would be considered today not a lot of money. Um, you know, but again, I I was only 25 years old, so I had invested about $25,000 into a startup company. Now, this company went through many cycles. I mean, there was a lot of it was like a roller coaster, a lot of ups and downs. They were a startup, and it was back in the time where you know, you know, a lot of people, unless you were really an accredited investor, you really weren't investing in startup companies you were investing in the stock market real estate that type of thing but this is something i gravitated to even at a young age and and, and it was a it was a, a a learning experience for me that i use as the foundation for everything i do today personally and with my clients and there were many times where this company was going to go out of business and for some reason they would hang in there and you know make a long story short eventually this company was in the medical device area uh they developed glucose meters. You know, I began because of my patience and dedication to what they were doing, eventually was able to contribute as a consultant on the back end with them. So I was you know, part, part of the ride the whole way through. So lo and behold, this company ended up going public after say, God, what was it, 13 years? And so that's a long time, 13 years. And, you know, but this company, you know, made me a lot of money. So in addition to me making money in real estate up to that point and other things that I was doing, uh, this company really put me on the map in terms of net worth. And as a result of that, it really set the foundation for everything that I did going forward to invest properly in other startups. And don't get me wrong, there were some ones that failed and lost money, 
that's part of the uh, the experience and part of the journey and the process, I like to call it. But that's what would be a high point, just because it led to so many other high points. But that's the one that I always like to, I always remember because it set the foundation for everything that, that I do when it comes to the investment side of our business. And 13 years, that's halfway to overnight success, right? <laughs> exactly. A lot of people, it, see, I teach the process in my executive coaching. It's all about, you know, the outcomes and desired results that you seek are all a byproduct of what you put into the process in the present moment. Your future is created in the present moment. You could, you know, you could see the outcome, but you don't focus on the outcome itself. You focus on what you have to do today that leads to tomorrow, to the next day, next day, week, month, quarter, year, to where you want to be. So this is what allowed me to endure this journey over 13 years that finally paid off. That's fantastic. So now, so what's the current dream that Chris is chasing? Well, I mean, right now, I mean, business is as usual. So my dream is to obviously empower people to do the same, whatever that means to them. Finding what success means on their terms and looking at what could be possibly interfering with them pursuing their dreams. And I call that limited beliefs. So it's all about helping people to empower them to find within themselves, how can they solve their own challenges internally, excuse me, and create their success from the inside out by coming from a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So growth mindset, values, principles, all are very important to me in establishing my success foundation that I like to teach to my clients, whether if it's investing, whether if it's in the business world, trying to scale their businesses as an entrepreneur, or if they're a business leader in an organization or a company in itself. So those would be the things that, that really inspire me and I also have a nonprofit called Empowered Fathers in Action that takes these principles and applies it to the family setting where my desire is to help us produce more, you know, higher self-confident kids in the world so we could offset these issues with, you know, guns and shootings and, you know, kids becoming adults with low, low self-esteem, lack of self-confidence that really lead to more dysfunction in the homes. Uh, communities and workplaces. So it's all about teaching these core values and principles, communication skills at the family level uh, you know, for the parents to be those examples for their children to follow. Mm, that's powerful stuff. Limited beliefs, shattering those and helping people achieve their potential. That has to be motivating because it's bigger than yourself, right? I mean, that's that's truly when I find a network with successful people, it's much bigger than themselves. They're going after something much grander than themselves and their personal desires. So hats off to you for chasing that passion and that and that mission and that business model um obviously you've come you've come across obstacles all the time i mean that's just part of the journey of the success journey that we hit and some of our listeners now are maybe going through some obstacles that may be daunting or too daunting to overcome to follow their dreams or their passions you know what obstacles have you overcome in your success journey and what advice would you tell our listeners that are facing the same types of obstacles? Well, I would say that again, you know, before I learned how to operate from a growth mindset, from a place of limitless beliefs rather than limited beliefs and moving away from a codependent to an interdependent relationship, I was my own worst enemy. I got in my own way. I lived in a world of expectations. So I would encourage you that that you look at what you're doing and why you're doing it. And are you doing it based upon your core values and principles? It's more than just about making money and whatever, you know, it's really about what is the purpose, why? And how does that align to what you really makes up truly who you are? And it's embracing the process 
and knowing that the process as you embrace it, whether when, when there are downturns or upturns, that you still say the same, you know, your, your emotional level's in the middle. It's not high. It's not low. Riding that roller coaster. And that, that you just embrace that process and be patient, doing what you can do within your control to make that happen. Begin to shift your mindset from a place of expectations and outcomes to desired results in place of expectations and embracing a process that will produce the outcome. I, if you adopt that type of thinking, you'll find that you'll be more laser focused in the moment. You'll be more appreciative of the things that happen or even when they don't happen well for you, that you embrace it as part of the journey. And knowing that any setbacks or failures as part of the process are necessary for you to really see, you know, what wasn't working so that you can, so that when it does take you to a better place as you endure through this and be resilient, that you'll be more, you'll have more gratitude and appreciate where you are. So these are the things that I would say that, again, you know, shifting from a fixed to a growth mindset, codependent to interdependent, embracing a process with desired results versus expectations and outcomes. That it would be the, the message I, I give to people, whatever success means to you, and to trust that process. And, and again, do your part and let everything else come fall into place from there. That's powerful stuff, man. I appreciate that. On that note of like, you know, having, you know, failed experiences, is there a um, failure that, you know, the opportunity for you to learn <laughs> a hard lesson oh, that yeah. our listeners can, uh, can learn from your experience? Absolutely. I mean, I'll go back to my, the early days. So, I mean, I had been involved in a multitude of different businesses prior to getting to where we are today, you know, or over the last, you know, 15 or so years. But I remember back, uh, this is going back a ways, but I remember at the time I, I had started a supplement business. So this, again, I was into health and wellness and, you know, I, you know, I was uh, marketing these supplements. And so it was more or less that somebody was doing it for me, but I, you know, it was a white label, you know, it's not like a, it was me make, making it. We had a contract manufacturer, but at the time when I was in that business, I was operating from a fixed mindset. I was operating from codependency. Uh, operating from expectation. And I was dealing with a lot of anger at the time, you know, growing up at an angry young man or an angry teenager into an angry young man. And this carried out into the work world as well when I was in this business. And I began to see that I got into this business, not based upon that I thought maybe because I like health and wellness, I like, you know, you know, lifting weights, bodybuilding, but it got into for all the wrong reasons. It was always about the money because at the time the supplement market was starting to boom. And it was becoming at that time it was a you know a multi-million dollar business on like a multi-billion dollar business is today. And I kind of went in with the, all the wrong, you know, principles. I had well actually there was a lack of principles. There was no principles. It was just all about how much money could I make. And because of that, I began to align with people that were really in it for just the monetary gain. That's all that was important to them. But what I didn't realize that there was these core values and principles that were underneath me like like think of it as an onion i just didn't couldn't identify with it but for some reason subconsciously i kind of knew on some level and even while i was in this business i hated you know the people i was around i you know you know that it was greedy it was there were shortcuts the products weren't what they were supposed to be and what we were charging and and it just you know when i finally reached the place of when i began to recognize that my own struggles 
and knowing that if I was going to have success on all levels, emotionally, you know, physically, spiritually, financially, I had to go within that I began to realize that I had gotten into this business for all the wrong reasons. And that, that the next time that I do this, I'm going to come from a, I'm going to come from the solution from within rather than from uh, the outside in, you know, where I come from a place I'm just looking to make money. So those would be some of the things that, that I mean, there are many other failures I've had, but that's just one that I think can help paint a picture for someone that might be in that situation right now. Maybe not, it's maybe not about the money, but maybe it's just something else that maybe there's just a disconnect somewhere that you can relate to. Yeah, that's powerful. What's incredible to me is everybody I've spoken to on this podcast, they talk about that, having your own personal core values. And once you figure yourself out and your core values, then success starts to come. You know, monetary success doesn't always equal happiness because if you don't have those core values established like you talked about. It's not a sustainable model. That, that's why, Zach, when, I, when anybody I'm working with, whether if they're just starting out a business or if they even have an existing business, I ask them, have you done a value statement or a value proposition? Yeah, I have a vision statement and a mission statement. I said, okay, it's great, but that's not a value statement. They're completely, not that they're completely different, but they are different. I always recommend that somebody do their own personal value statement for them only. Then do one for your business. How does that relate to your then mm. customers and your prospects? You'd be surprised that a lot of times people will be involved in businesses that go, are in complete contrast to their own core values and principles. They're doing it for all the wrong reasons. And this is why they continue to struggle over and over again, even when things are going good, even if they're making money, they just, something's missing, something, there's a disconnect, whatever the case, or they're, or they're struggling in some other area of their life as a result of it. So these are the things that are really, really important because a, a, a specific concrete value statement will never allow you to deviate from those core values and principles, whether if you're going to do one with an existing business or start a business. And this is a way that will help you stay the, the course to build a sustainable model for success in your business, whether if you're going through an economic downturn or not, you'll be able to persevere and come out ahead. I 100% agree. Couldn't say that any better myself. So that's awesome. Um, Chris, what is the legacy that you want to be remembered by? I would say it's never about me in itself. It's always about the message that, and this is a, a, a I guess if you want to call it a statement or a quote that I always like to leave and that if people could truly not only hear it, but embrace it and really put it to use. I want to be remembered by, you know, not me, but the message itself that learn and implement how to give without expectation. Again, desired results versus expectation. Give without expectation, receive without resistance. Meaning that you're not giving away the farm, but you're giving value with no expectation and knowing that you are willing to receive without resistance or wherever that comes from. So a lot of times people, when they're tied to expectation, they will give expecting that something come back from the source that they gave to. That's the breakdown. The key is give without expectation, be present, and know that it will come back and be received without resistance from could be another source, another entity. If you operate your personal life and business that way, you'll see a dramatic change in how you can learn how to be present, you'll have less worry, less stress, and that even through periods of downturns, that you'll trust the process knowing that your business will sustain in the long term even better than the other way around. So that's kind of like what that message I'd like to leave a legacy to other businesses and people individually as well. That's high level thinking. That, I think a lot of listeners and younger generations don't, can't grasp that yet. 
Yeah, they can't grab that. I, so I, you, you're, 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 and you're exactly right. There are sometimes the, the I wouldn't say, and I don't like to use generation types like millennials and Gen Zers, but but if I had to if I had to put it in maybe in that concept, it, it's again to just trust yourself, believe in yourself, and knowing that you, that you can only do what you can do and let everything else come into place. Don't come from expectation. Just come from a place of that you seek the desired result. So if, if other people or or resources are part of the equation that don't follow through, that's okay. You can adapt. You can modify it, it, that. You can go to Plan B, Plan C, Plan D, whatever the case may be. That if you trust the process and believe in yourself, you will come out ahead. So if I want to, if you want me to spin it that way, I could do it that way. That makes more sense. But that's kind of like that would be what I'd like to leave with people. You know, is that that's you know that that philosophy in business. Chris, you, you're juggling a lot. You're juggling your business, your schedule, and everything that you have going on. So there must be a recipe for success in your personal life. Is there a daily routine or a weekly routine that you applied to your life and your business that contributes to your success that our listeners can adapt and apply to theirs? Yes, I, I, call, it, uh, I call it the success foundation. And what that is, is you know, a series of, of habits and disciplines that I've been doing now for 20 years. I've never missed a day. I wake up every morning at 4.15 in the morning. I make my bed. I wasn't in the army, and it's not that I like to keep everything neat and organized. It's just due to the fact that it allows me to accomplish something in the moment. It allows me to get focused on the priorities that matter later in the day. After making my bed, I meditate for 15, 20 minutes, and then journal. I write down immediately what comes to mind after following meditation so that my subconscious mindset can reveal to my conscious mindset what's going on. So this allows me to either solve, you know, current challenges that are going on or to find out information about myself that I was unaware of on a conscious level. It also at, also helped me to get to the root cause of my own limited beliefs back in the day and to create the solution that I live by each and every day with these habits and disciplines. So making my bed or getting up at 4.15, making my bed, meditation, journaling. I work out, you know, not every day, but I work out four or five days a week. I eat a healthy breakfast. I read a chapter or two out of a professional or, or a personal development book, and then I start my day. And if it's a weekend or a vacation, I do still do all that, but just apply to the priorities that matter. If it's family, it's family time. If it's me time, it's me time. If it's uh, business and my customers, my in, in clients, it's that time. So it's, it's dedicating, immersing yourself 100% into the moment with what you're doing with the priorities that matter. That's... That's, uh, that's my success foundation. If I'm listening to this podcast and I want Chris um, Salem in my business corner, where can we go find you, find your website, find your services and products you offer the market? So the best place to reach me is at my business website. And that's, strictly, that's uh, simply my name at ChristopherSalem.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-S-A-L-E-M.com. And then we also have a nonprofit that applies these principles we talked about, but in, in a family setting. Uh, to create you know, higher uh, higher levels of self-confidence in children, starting with the adults. That's called Empowered Fathers in Action, or efamovement.org, efamovement.org. But ChristopherSalem.com will give you more information, best place to contact. Perfect. Now, Chris, there's obviously um, a mastermind or a mentor that you've looked up to that helps contribute to your success. Is there someone that our listeners can look to and be mentored by? Well, I've had many uh, mentors, you know, in the business world and then also personal development. But if I you know, want to pick one that a lot of people can identify with, 
I would have to say it was Jack Canfield um, due to the fact that Jack grew up with humble beginnings, a school teacher in Kentucky, uh, not making a lot of money, but had a dream of putting out information that could, you know, create more harmony in one's life and business. You know, again, everyone knows that today by, you know, Chicken Soup for the Soul with Mark Victor Hansen. But again, what's great about Jack is that even to this day, you know, he's in his early to mid 70s right now that, you know, Jack still lives by his core values and principles, still comes from gratitude, a humble man. And even though his life is completely changed compared to where he was at the time, it's those types of people I respect because he looked at life and business as one, not separate. And that we have to, you know, focus and put time into each of those areas of our life, our me time, our family time, our friends time and our business time. So again, you're not, there's never gonna be perfect balance, uh, but we can always strive to have that uh, that harmony. So I would say that would be uh, Jack Canfield. Did you guys write a book together or? Yeah, well, the book was uh, written by several different co-authors, but I did uh, contribute to that book in the area of overcoming limited beliefs to master the art of success. So the book was Mastering the Art of Success, and Jack had wanted input from experts that brought in their area of expertise that could address that concept of mastering art of success. And I'm a firm believer, if you're looking to build a sustainable model in business, you have to be able to do it, not in the problem, but in the solution. And that's getting to the root cause of limited beliefs to then create your foundation, your success foundation to grow your business and then leave a legacy for others, empowering them to do the same for themselves. If you could have a billboard that the entire world could read, what would you like it to say and why? Well, it was that quote that I, I, I talked about earlier, give without expectation, receive without resistance. It, the statement is so powerful. And then when you really read in between the lines and you begin to apply it, it'll change your life. It'll change your business. It'll change the way you think. It'll change the way you behave. It'll change your, your financial situation. It'll change your overall well-being. So these are the things that I, that a statement that if I could put it on a billboard, that's what I'd have on. It's powerful enough to be mentioned twice in the podcast. So thanks for sharing that again. I love that. Again, we've been listening to senior sales executive, CEO, business influence strategist, keynote speaker, award-winning author, radio show host, Chris Salem. Chris, it's been an honor and pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Zach, thank you so much for having me. These episodes will be launched on Mondays and Thursdays. And if you'd like someone to be on the podcast, if you think there's someone in your network that should be recognized for the good they are doing in the world, please reach out to us and send us a direct message. We can be found at reachingworldpodcast on facebook.com. So be sure to find us there, like our page and submit any ideas or suggestions of individuals or organizations that should be highlighted on this podcast.